You're listening to the Limitless Career Podcast, the show where you hear the how, why, and what of creating limitless careers with me, Just Jazz. I'm a multi-passionate, wildly ambitious lover of tea and r and I'm also on a mission to guide more high achievers to the careers and lives they deeply desire through coaching. Yeah, you heard me, desire. No shame or secrets about it. Here, we boldly embrace ambition by owning, being, and doing more in our careers. And in each episode, we break down the barriers to creating something that will make you and everyone you know step back in awe while keeping it simple. So what are you waiting for? Let's dive into the episode. Welcome to this week's episode of the Limitless Career Podcast. I'm really excited to be jumping into another hot topic with a great guest today. Uh, Today, we're going to be exploring the whole idea of productivity, ways of working, right? Um, We might venture into boundaries, burnout, all of that stuff. Um, But we really wanted to explore, I definitely wanted to explore, what does productivity actually look like? How can we understand that for ourselves? And what does that look like in the modern day workplace where we have recognised that productivity doesn't mean being a machine? And we are looking for organisations that recognise that as we are recognising that ourselves. So understanding that our impact looks different or we're achieving it in different ways because we're more cognizant of maybe some of the the spaces where we pushed when we should have maybe pulled back a little bit. And that's certainly something that I can relate to having experienced burnout in my career as well as kind of being in roles where I'm doing two people's job or, you know, consistent overwork with no light in sight. (laughs) So all of that good fun stuff means that the p word (laughs) has an interesting place in my heart but without further ado i will introduce you to my lovely guest today lynn erasmus hi lynn hi jess thanks so much for having me (laughs) i thought you were going to say the other p word (laughs) procrastination oh oh, yeah oh we can get into that we've got time for sure (laughs) but before we do can you introduce yourself to our listeners um, yeah, I'm a, a keynote speaker on change and uh, resilience. Um, I help companies with their culture and um, author of Break Those Damn Rules. Um, yeah, I've been here in Scotland now for two years, originally from sunny South Africa and loving the journey. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, I love that. I love, love, love that. Uh, we need to dive into that book because with a title like that, I'm, I'm going to start there. Where did the book come from in terms of your own journey and, and who did you kind of write it for? Um, it was actually, originally it was just my purge. Um, mm. When I left South Africa, I was obviously very sad, uh, very depressed. Um, it's not something I chose to do. It was something I had to do for my family. Um mm. And it was a good time. I didn't have much going on. Um, so I started, decided just to, to write out all my, all the things that, you know, has been holding me back and how far I've come, what's, what's my next, um, mm. why did it happen? Why did things happen? And, um, yeah, before I knew it, it was 60,000 words later. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, maybe it's not just a purge. Maybe this could be a book. <laughs> mm. yeah and then I discussed it with um a few people and I showed them and then like yeah this is this is something that's um could be really needed for for people to to help them 
So yeah. it's my journey of overcoming uh, childhood trauma and addiction and immigration and, 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 and. <laughs> mm. So it was just, um, it was a, a transformational journey. Yeah. Uh, so that's basically what, what the book is about and my, my, my lessons learned how, you know, what I did uh, during certain parts of my life to, to get over that part uh, and to move on. You know, it's always mm. important to move on, but at the same time to respect your grief, respect your pain, um, to be kind. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, to be kind. I think that links, well, for me, my personal journey, being kind to myself has really reflected heavily in my views on productivity and also procrastination. What does productivity mean for you? What's been your sort of journey with that? Um, you know what? I'm I'm one of those high achievers. I think you are too, mm-hmm. Jess. Oh, yeah. um, there's a lot of us out there um, that just want, 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 want. What's the next? What's the next? Mm-hmm. We, we never sit still to take in what we have right now. So it's 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 we get lost. We get lost because we don't have we don't take the time out to reflect to say, mm-hmm. okay, wow, look how far I've come. This is what I've achieved in such a short time, it's good enough. Mm. It's good enough. But we don't. We carry on. We just keep on going because we want the next and want the next and want the next. Because what I, I realized, and this is quite a, a pivotal moment, I'm going quite f- a few of these over the past few years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've been there before. You know, I've, I've been through that hustle and burnout and depression and getting to the lowest pit of your self-worth and then climbing back out again and then starting out again and all beautiful in flow and you know you don't force yourself you don't mm. you're, just, you're productive but it's flowing it's easy <laughs> life is great and then before you know it you're climbing the that 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 golden ladder ladder again and mm. you're like what what are you doing what are you doing it was you were enough you were good yeah. enough. It was enough. Why you keep going out there trying to impress people that don't give a hoot about you? You don't give a hoot about them. You're not yeah. even doing what you're loving. You just want to make it. You just want to make an impression. Or for what? Oh, yeah. You know. And it's. Um, I, I realized it was for me personally. I don't know if I'm not speaking for everyone, but for me, it was from my childhood. So mm. because of what I went through, I. I'm always scared that I'm not important enough. Mm. And that for me was why I always want to climb. I want the next, I want the next, I want the next. Because if you're not important or if you are important, then no one's going to no one's gonna do anything to you. So you're yeah. at the top of your ladder and you're untouchable. And this constant chase for for the the impossible just drives us into, into burnout and madness and, you know, mm. depression and anxiety and even suicide. Because we just don't seem to value ourselves. We just can't seem to say that this journey, life, is the prize. It's not the end goal. It's not reaching all those. I mean, I literally tore down about four lists, like yay lie, of lists of things I want to achieve and things I want to do. Because I'm like, where's the journey? Where's my fun? Where's my joy of my everyday life? Just waking mm. up should be enough, you know, 
just being with your family should be enough. Just showing up should be enough, but it's never enough. Yeah. So yeah, productivity is, is, is huge. It's, it's, it's also society, you know, it's, um, what we tell what, what we tell each other, what we tell ourselves, um, of how much should we achieve? What, mm. what is good enough and what is not? I, I love this. Uh, do you know Sadhguru? No, no. Tell us. Oh, you should check him out. Really, really good. Um, he's got a lot of uh, YouTube videos. Sadhguru, brilliant. So the, the journalist was asking him a question about why is India um, falling behind? And he said, mm. who, who says they're falling behind? You. Mm. The Western world says they're falling behind. But India is perfect. We, we, we thrive in chaos. That's how we, we are meant to, to work. We, 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 we produce at the best when we are in chaos and erratic and, um, you know, interspersed. We don't have to be perfect. We don't have to be, they don't have to be an A and then ending off at the Z. It's mm. all in between. And that's what makes us beautiful. But because other people, other cultures want to come and tell us that we must be like them, now we think there's something wrong with them. And it, it was so it was so beautiful, and I thought that is so so apt for all of us as individuals, because yeah. just because something is working for your competitor doesn't mean that it has to work for you. You don't mm. have the same starting point. How can you compare yourself if you don't have the same starting point? And you should probably know that better than anyone else. Yeah, I mean, you know. <laughs> being a woman being of color um it's you you just don't have the same starting point as everyone else so why do you compare yourself to everyone else it's huge the comparison is huge mm. because when i think about productivity especially in the organizational context there's this idea of a benchmark yes but as yes. an individual individual sorry there is Nobody tells you what a benchmark kind of is. So you yeah. just adopt the person next to you or the people exactly. who look like they're thriving yeah. and you go, that's the benchmark. When I yes. achieve what they have, yes. then I will have made it and I will be yes. enough then. I know. And, it, you know, and then, you know, thankfully, occasionally your rose-tinted <laughs> glasses take off because you get to know that, that the benchmark person, they go, this is, yes. no, this is ridiculous. You don't want what I have you have your own journey like yeah. you know all of those things but also from an organizational perspective as well recognizing that you know because they see it in the data now companies see that yeah. the the employee that doesn't ever take any time off and says yes to yeah. every but everything is less engaged exactly although they feel like they're being useful right because yeah. there's this whole idea of i want to be useful i want to be helpful but are you impactful yeah. Yes. Are, you, are you enjoying what you're doing, you know? And then those become the faults that leave the organisation. So then it becomes a lose-lose because yes. you break yourself in vain. <laughs> like literally in vain. If somebody was to ask you, why are you still at the office? Why are you yeah. still online? Why are you online on a Sunday? Know. You know, and it's like, well, because I need to do this. Da, da, da. Why? Yeah. I don't know, because it just needs to be done. Why does it need to be done by you? And why does it need to be done now? I don't know. It just, just it's, it's, it's a cup with no bottom. I know. <laughs> like, you, but you it's know. also cultures, you know. We it's mm. culture. It's a human. It's the human need to fit in, to belong. And if we're not seen as doing what everyone else is doing, then we're not going to be the popular kid, and we're not going to be liked. Mm. We want to be liked. We want to be admired and say, "Oh, wow, well done." Oh, gee, whiskers, did you work twelve hours again? <laughs> you mm. know. <laughs> 
we want to Get feel special and and that's that's what that's what's going to make it for us and and so sad that we have to 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 steep down to that level that we can't say that just being here is enough mm. you know yeah, so, yeah long journey ahead of us it, it, yeah, definitely is. And I think, you know, when we look at things like hustle culture and folks are now kind of disillusioned with that because they know that it's not sustainable. And then, you know, we've got the wonderful Beyonce telling us to uh, release our job, release our, our fears, release everything. Uh, you know, the great resignation, the great awakening, whatever it is, people are kind of waking up and taking off the rose tinted glasses and being like, yeah. I don't actually want this, you know, depending on where you are, whether yeah. it is the American dream, the white picket fence, mm. to smash the glass ceiling. Um, folks mm. saying, actually, I don't want that. Because the yeah. sacrifice that that means, mm. means mm. that it, it's not worth it. I don't, I don't value that. Yep. And usually that awakening comes on the other side of a negative experience. Yes. Comes on the yes. other side of you smashing the glass ceiling and facing yep. microaggressions and discrimination and mm-hmm. a load of crap that they don't exactly. tell you about when you're kind of climbing yeah. that ladder, climbing the ladder. And, you know, the unfortunate reality, there are folks who have worked tooth and nail for an organization yeah. and they're being made redundant. Exactly. So you sit in that moment and you go, what was it all for? I know, right? Maybe I should have taken the holiday. Maybe I should have taken time off to go to the school play. Yeah. <laughs> it's brutal. It is it's brutal because we're being honest. You know, I'm, I'm sharing these examples. These examples didn't come from thin air. I've had these conversations yeah. with myself because that's what you do. And you go all in the name of productivity. And then you do what I did, and which is always kind of my awakening, is that when I rest, that's when I'm my most productive. Mm. Nothing to do with units of time. Oh, but it's so hard to get to that point, you know. It's it's really hard just to switch off and to think, oh, I'm not being productive. I'm being wasteful. Mm. But as you say, it's during those wasteful periods that you get all these creative ideas and thoughts that come through. Um, I, I must also say with that, it's also important for for when those moments come is to to let it simmer. Mm. Um, I don't know if you like me, but I, I I generate ideas like Oh yeah. Like every five seconds I've got a new fabulous idea and I mm-hmm. get all gung ho and follow it That's through me. and break my back and gung ho and like, huh? my partner uses. Huh? That's me. Yeah. <laughs> I make people dizzy. Yeah, even exactly. the people who support me in my business, I make them dizzy because I'm like, by the way, we're going to do this, or I started yes. that, or I popped up that I booked this space for an event, and they're like, okay, okay, um, so that's next week, yeah? And I'm yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just had to move. I just, I just, you know, got the idea, got the inspiration. Yep. <laughs> yes, <sighs> yes. So you know, and I think it's so important. So when you get that, it's just to write them down. Mm. You know, and let them simmer down. Just just get it out in paper first for a couple of weeks. Mm. See how it sits with you after a couple of weeks, after a month. And then there's no rush. Yeah. I think that's our biggest problem. We're so scared that, that tomorrow is never going to come. Mm. You know what? Today is right here. We, we don't even know that today is here because we're already in tomorrow. We're so yeah. focused on tomorrow. We forgot that we're actually sitting here right now in this present moment that we're never, ever going to get back and we're already thinking about tomorrow. It's such hard work. It's so it's so 
overwhelming, you know, and I, I don't know why we keep doing this to ourselves. It's just press that reset button and just stop, stop, mm. rest, say, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm resting. I don't care what you're doing. I don't care if you think I'm lazy. I'm resting. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's exactly that. I have an area, I use a project management tool called ClickUp and I have an area in there called Holding Bay. And most of the tasks that are in this tool, my team can see. That area, I lock it because I don't want them to see the unbridled (laughs) list of ideas that don't make any sense. Some of them sound expensive. Some of them are not in this country. (laughs) You know, all of those, I don't want them to feel overwhelmed by it. But that is that is that is where I put them. I put them in their fullness. I put them in their their one sentence version. However, it comes to me is how it ends up in the holding bay, and I called it the holding bay to remind myself that it's not running away. Brilliant. And if Brilliant. they want to get upgraded from the holding bay, they will tell me. Right, they will tell me. They will yeah. plague my thoughts for weeks yeah. on end to the point where I go, "Let's schedule you." And even then, yeah. it's let's schedule you, not let's move on you now. Wow. Maybe we can put you on the calendar for twenty twenty three. Wow, and that's literally been the journey of my life this year because that's I made amazing. myself dizzy just moving, <laughs> moving, moving, moving. I wonder how it must even be for folks who are like, say, if you're on my newsletter, like just seeing the move, 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 move. You know, and and it's and it's not me being ungrateful for this gift of creativity and ideas. Yeah. It's not that because I think that used to be the thing that sort of scared okay. me a little bit. I was like, oh, these ideas came to me for a reason. It's like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. And if they chose you in that instance, they will choose you again. They will wait. They will be there. They will show up in their right time. You will know when to schedule them. Yes. There oh. is no rush. Oh, I love that. I love that. Just to have patience with your dreams and allowing them to to come to full full fruition. Mm. I'm learning. It's, it's, it's a daily. It's a daily practice. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Well, I should give you a golden star. <laughs> Thank you. We're incentivizing good behavior. <laughs> Yes. moderation <laughs> oh yeah this was moderation. it's a great gold star oh my goodness there's so much there's so much in what you shared there that just I think it's something that I wish more people kind of knew is that the the things don't fall apart when you slow it down the things yeah. don't fall apart when you press pause the yeah. things don't fall apart when you put boundaries in place and you redefine Ooh. what this looks like for you authentically oh. you know on a previous episode um with Jessica Sophia Bruno you know she was talking about the ways in which because of her chronic illness she mm. shaped her business mm. so she's still productive but it sure yeah. as hell isn't and physically cannot mm. look like the archetypal no. old school idea of productivity, right? The yeah. ways of work, even the fact that we work five days a week, we work nine till five, all of that was from a patriarchal situation exactly. where women couldn't even work. That's fa- yeah. factories. Like the, look at the history of companies like Ford. That yeah. is where the modern workplace mm. sprouted from. Mm. And it didn't work for us then. No. It doesn't it's impossible. work for us now. It's impossible. Yeah, it's so important just to honor your own your own rhythm. I love that's why I loved your topic. It was, you know, mm-hmm. we each got our own rhythm. And it's so important to get get that hold of that as soon as possible mm-hmm. before you will burn out. And it's not going to be fun. And and burnout doesn't have to be 
depression, suicide, it can also manifest in illness um, mm. in different ways. Um, it's giving up on your dream job, your dream business, you know. Um, I think that was probably the one of the biggest, biggest lessons I've learned when I had a newspaper in South Africa. Yeah. So I interviewed a lot of, um, you know, entrepreneurs and what they all said around the table, doesn't matter who I spoke to, it was never give up. Mm. Like, you know, when surely you must, uh, when things are not going, they're like, no, just rest. <laughs> just rest. Don't give up. Rest. Just rest. There's so much freedom and in quitting was, as well. Yeah. <laughs> it was so profound for me because I, I struggle with that. I struggle to rest. Mm. And I would rather just give up and go to the next thing and give up and go to the next thing and go to the next thing and go to the next thing. Mm. Next thing. Instead of just taking a few few days or weeks or if you have to a month, take yeah. time so you can recoup and, and find out what is what is making your heart sing. I think for me that's my biggest sadness in in the world is that we've lost our joy. Mm. I, I I I honest honestly, Jazz, I probably about thirty percent of the people I meet is happy. Mm. I don't see people smile. I don't. Yeah. I, I I struggle to to find places where where there's laughter. People just don't laugh anymore. They don't mm. smile. They don't laugh. They don't. They have no joy in their hearts. They just they just exist. It's yeah. It's, oh, it's no. This is not right. This is not the way to go. No. We need to change that. You know, more than anything else, we need to change that. Get our joy back. Play more, have more fun. Mm. Yeah, 100%. That playfulness that we, again, like the way that society is designed, it kind of strips it from us or tells us that you reserve that for weekends Mm. and evenings. Such nonsense. (laughs) Like, or or special occasion. You have to wait for a special occasion to, to have fun or celebrate mm. right mm. and and you you have to be you have to be in a party to dance you yeah. can't just dance right yeah. there's there's these confines that then mean that we don't bother even in the moments where we quote unquote have permission to if that makes exactly. sense yes um, that's it the permission thing jazz it's huge and I think one of the things that's interesting for me I was talking to somebody about Instagram and reels and dancing on reels and TikTok and stuff like that and I was just like if you know me, you know that I will dance at any given moment. <laughs> yeah. But what I've loved is that somehow where we were all cooped up in our house, a lot of people explored social media for that purpose. Uh-huh. They wanted to have a space to feel joy, to mm. laugh at something, sure. to feel a sense of people, to yeah. feel something mm. yeah. in that moment that was quite mm. tough for all of us. Mm. And I think that's the thing that I want us to take offline you can laugh yes. every day if you want to. You can dance right. every day if you want to. You yeah. can celebrate every day if you want right. to. You don't have to wait for these these rules and confines of platforms um, to do that. Oh, my goodness. I, I mean, it, when, uh, when you go for a dinner, you mm. see everyone sitting there in front of their, their, their phones or tablets. Families. Yeah. Families going for a dinner <laughs> and they're all on their phones and tablets. <laughs> You go to a, a, a get-together and everyone's on their phones. And I'm like, I, I don't understand. Mm. We are here to connect, to communicate with each other in person, to feel the energy off each other. 
and you just want to get stuck your nose in that stupid phone. Oh, I'm so anti-technology in my house. My poor kids, they, they oh, these poor kids, they, <laughs> I'm constantly at them, get off that phone, I'm going to take it away. <laughs> oh so, yeah, they put ra- they are rationed. <laughs> I'm a technology they get so they can just be real normal people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 100%, 100% that. Oh, people, people. That's it. It's not about productivity. It's about living <laughs> and sensing joy. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to switch gears a little bit into the work that you do around change um, and kind of working with organisations. I know you to be a speaker as well. Um what would you say inspires you to do that work? Like what's your mission on that side of things? Um, I think you, as a business owner, you can't see what your, what your problems are. You can't see your blind spots. And I think that's where, you know, consultants and uh, speakers will come in to uncover that for you. They can show you something. They can highlight something that you have not seen before. It was also um, a resting period. So that 45 minutes or hour, you're actually giving yourself permission to switch off and to listen, to take mm-hmm. note of what is being produced in front of you, you know, to, to take stock, to give some time to reflect on your business and your culture and your, you know, how you and your team are dealing with, with change. Um, what does resilience mean to you and your team? Um, what does culture mean? What is your vision? Where's your values? Has it changed? Is it still the same? Everything is changing, Jazz. It's it's mm. it's so scary out there, and I feel so so terrible for these young people. I, I don't think not not just the young people, obviously, but um, I don't think they've had the life experience to to manage and deal with all these changes. Um, as you know, people like us has got a bit more of years behind us. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the older generation is also struggling like incredibly because they've got all this massive, massive new technology and, and new, 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 new. And everything is new. There's just so much newness around us. And, you know, when, when you go study, you take normally three years off. But mm. in those three years, you don't normally work. It's mm. if you work, then you work part time. You work a couple of hours as a waitress or whatever because you need those three years to learn, and it needs to digest. It needs yeah. to go in your mind. It needs to work through your body. You need to, to take in that information. It's 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 like a it's like all these it's like a recipe. You know, you've got all these little um, ingredients that you need to put together, but it needs to come together first. So it needs to bake, and then mm. after years, you've got this beautiful cake that you've baked with all the ingredients that you've put in. But now. With COVID, it's just like rushing all the <laughs> ingredients and just tucking it all together. In South Africa, we call it the murpot. It's just everything mm. goes. Just whatever you can find, you just chuck it in there and you you throw it out. And it's it's like this horrible half-baked banana chocolate chip chili. <laughs> Orange. Orange. <laughs> <laughs> the cake that you are producing and it's horrible and no one wants to eat it and no one wants to be there anymore. So mm. that's 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 the time for reset. Companies just need to 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 adapt with this change. 
you need to press the reset button. It's the first mm. thing you need to do. And everyone will just go, 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 go. Let's more, 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 more. Let's throw more on. No, let's throw less. Take off, take off, take off, take off, take off, take off. Let's go down mm. to the bones. What have we got? If everything, all this fluff and the noise is taken away, what have we got? And yeah. then that's the scary part because I think a lot of people, CEOs, don't want to see what are that bare bones is because they've covered mm. it up with beautiful marketing facts, strategies and <laughs> uh, beautiful financial reports that's been doctored. It's it, it's fake, you know. It's it, it's not well produced because we don't take the time and permission. We don't mm. give our time and ourselves the permission to say rest, stop, yeah, right now. Let's take the reset button. Let's reflect. Take everything off. Let's unpack. And then once you know what's on the table, you can see what you still want to use. What do you want to use? What do you want to keep? And what do you want to chuck? It's it's big time for, for sprinkling. You need to just throw things out that doesn't, it just hangers you down. Often they will find a person that is employed to deliver a, a service that is not in use anymore. So mm. they're paying a salary of like 40,000 pounds a year for this person that doesn't produce any services. But they kept yeah. it there as, you know, too busy and it looks good, but it's not it's not conducive. It's not it's not adding value to the company. So yeah, it's um it's hard. It's it's hard to change, you know. It's we don't yeah. we don't want to accept it's uncomfortable and we don't like being uncomfortable. And that's why we always stick to what is working, even if it's like half mm. working. You know, that whole saying of better the devil we know. And it's terrible. We need to unlearn that. We need, no, it's no more let better the devil we know. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get to know someone else. <laughs> it's that. Let's get to know it's some asking Jesus. Tough questions. <laughs> yeah, it's this. It is literally asking those tough questions and we will do any and everything to avoid staring yes. that in the face, looking in the mirror properly mm. without the makeup on, right? Metaphorically. Exactly. I'm loving all your metaphors, by the way. Mm. Um, <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's that. So I think that's a huge mission for you to have. And I, I love that you have that um, with your work. What brought you to doing that? Is this something that you've always done in some shape or form? What was your yeah, career journey um, to this point? I think through, obviously, all always... Um, interviewing the, the the people in South Africa, you know, the uh, the business owners, I, I had a lot of insight into how they work and what works for them, what doesn't work and what's the problems. And I was, um, I had this beautiful event that I would host annually in the township to uh, teach the young kids um, uh, about entrepreneurship. So that was always been my passion is just to to pay it forward and to to help those um, that are eager to to want to know more about starting their own little businesses, um, especially the young people. You know, they've they I think they've been very much put in their little boxes of you've got to mm. go to university to make a success of your life, or you've got to go and get a job at a bank to be successful. You know, there's no there's not very often the option of you need to start just start your own business. You know, what is your existing yeah. skills? Not everyone has got the the capacity or the means to go and study or have the personality to go sit in a, a nine to five job. I mean, it's, it's horrific what, what we've been forcing our people to do. Uh, that's for another day. Mm. Um, so, yeah. And then I've, um, 
I coached the, the my my business chamber members um, the year before I left. So I've had obviously you know a lot of one to one sessions with these business owners to understand what their problems are. And I've been there. I mean, I've started so many different businesses over the years and in different countries. It's it's hard. It's it's really really hard to to start a business and to grow your business and to adapt and to stay afloat and to make it to the top. You know, um, it's lonely and especially the the CEOs. Who can they who can they confide in? They can't mm-hmm. confide in their teams. They're supposed to be the visionary, the leader, the know it all. The they, they should be the one instilling trust in their in their teams. So they can't go and offload to to their teams and say this is how I feel I'm a bit scared I don't actually know what's going on they can't admit mm-hmm. that yeah. so this is this is where you know consultants come in and and coaches and uh, speakers to help you so you can have that confidentiality so you can offload and think things through in a safe environment and then have the courage to ask those questions that you need to ask so you can take the business forward or if it's not for you, then it's time for you to step down and say, you know what, it's time for someone else to take over. Yeah. And I know many, many business owners that that did that. They realized that they mm. were not a good, they're not a good CEO. They're good at yeah. maybe marketing or they're good at um, operations, but they're not uh, a CEO. So you need to be you need to to have courage to to ask those questions and um Sit with those answers <laughs> and then make decisions. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Just Jazz Private Coaching, the six month one to one experience for high achievers to carve their unique and limitless careers free from overwhelm and underwhelm. With challenging and curious coaching, we get knee deep in all the things getting in the way of you having a hell yeah career instead of a career that feels meh. If this sounds great to you, book a call today at justjazz.co forward slash coaching, where we will map out the what and how of working together. Yeah, it's exactly that. And being being intentional about that, because I think it takes a lot. I think I'm connecting that with one thing that you said earlier, right? Um, pressing pause, taking a break, taking that yeah. time away, really removing the shame from changing yes. our mind, removing the shame Ooh. from acknowledging I'm not the best person for this Ooh. role and recognizing yeah. that doesn't mean that all experience and everything that you said to that point is erased. Ugh. It just means you have that self-awareness and that bravery to step out and say, my best position, like my best place is here. And if yeah. I'm in that position, then we win regardless. But there's somebody else with the skill set, the expertise, but also the um, the heart, right? Yes. Because especially for these roles, we feel like it's a checklist. Not in yeah. this modern day. No. Right? You can, you can write a role and responsibility document yeah. for a CEO. <laughs> but if you speak to any real CEO, they'll tell you there are no rules for many parts of this role. So you exactly. have to have the heart. <laughs> you have to have the aptitude, the intuition, the empathy, that all of those things Correct. in the toolbox come out to play. And it's okay. Can we please make it okay to say that yeah. I don't have that? Mm. Right, I don't have the patience needed for this role, or I don't have the insight needed for this role. I don't, I don't know, I don't have the people skills for this role, the organizational skills. It's okay, that doesn't mean that you're broken and useless, (laughs) you are just not best 
in this place, in this role, Correct. in this position, right? Oh my goodness, that word shame. Oof, that is such a powerful word. And you know, I did it when I wrote the book. I, mm. I, I talk a lot about shame. And last year, was it last year, 2021? No, 2020. Yeah. 2020 is when I wrote the book and 2020 is when I just started looking. I just mm. became um, aware of the word shame and how it works and, you know, did a lot of research on it. I was shocked, mm. shocked, 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 shocked at how many times I have been shamed in like a space of a week. Mm. And things that I wouldn't even, I wouldn't have noticed. I wouldn't have thought it was, I didn't, I would, I would have known something is wrong, but I wouldn't have known what it was if I, yeah. if I didn't make myself self-aware about the, the word and what people do and how it works. Hmm. What were some of those things or, or one of those things? Uh, okay. One, one example is there was a group, uh, a Facebook group. And because I'm new in the country, I joined the, the group and I, that was for businesses, and I asked, I asked, and I asked. Oh no, someone else asked something about a website. Mm. So I said, oh well, um, you know, what's the best do-it-yourself website hosts and packages and blah blah blah. So I shared. I've got. I can't remember. I think it was Wix or something. No, it wasn't. It's GoDaddy. So mm. I said, GoDaddy. You know, they give you the templates and everything. And I just started playing around with it. I've been. Uh, spending two days on it so far I don't think it's too bad and I and I shared a link mm. and it was for my book oh oh my hat jazz did I get shamed from all sorts but mostly men wow it was all the professional men like just climbing into me like oh this website is uh, so amateur you can see it's like made by by uh, someone who doesn't know what they're doing and you don't have this, wow. you don't have this, and don't have that. And I can't believe that you're actually promoting this website. And it's, it's, and I was like, wow. Are you kidding? And I'll back the hell off. Do you know who you're speaking mm. to? How dare you? How dare you speak to me like that? Who do you think you are? hundred <laughs> yeah, percent. Wow. Uh, and I, I took them on. I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to accept your, your shaming me. I've done nothing wrong. I mm. mean, Yes, I felt humiliated. I felt very, I felt ashamed and I felt shy and embarrassed because it wasn't great. Jeez, mm. it was a day. I, I know nothing about websites, you know, I was just building yeah. something. And the fact like, that you had said that, you said, look, I know, this is what I'm trying out. I'm playing around with it. It's two days into the journey. What the <laughs> hell? And they just carried on and on. So I was like, nah, this is not cool. I actually made a complaint to the person who's hosting the mm. thing. I was like, this is ridiculous, you know. Look at, my, look at this thread. I mean, it's just mm. like 10 different men just climbing in me because I dare to <laughs> say that I, yeah. I created my own website. That was one small little thing, Jazz. Now, normally mm. I would have literally, I would have just said, oh, okay, cool, no problem. And I would have deleted my, my comments and left it. And yeah. then I thought, no, because I'm always leaving it. I'm always shamed into silence and I'm, I'm, I've mm. had it. I'm not going to be submitted into silence anymore. I've had it. We need to stop this shaming culture, and we do it on a daily basis with our our friends, with our family, with our children. We're like, "Oh, you're so noisy. That's why you know you're not our friends, or you know that you 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 whatever." Just catch yourself. Mm. Just hear yourself. How many times you shame people around you 
just because I don't don't do things exactly the way you want it done. Mm. And because you don't you don't get your own way, you bully them and shame them and telling them how shit they are, excuse my language, <laughs> just yeah. because you feel so low about yourself that you want to make sure that they feel just as low or even lower. It's terrible. This shaming culture needs to stop. Yeah. Sorry, thank you so much. For sh- <laughs> no, but thank you for sharing that example because as soon as you began to share, I just thought, I wonder all the ways that I've been shamed because even the way you described it as an experience, it's very similar to a microaggression, right? You yeah. don't, by the time it's happened, you're like, oh, that's what that was. But yeah. like the moment's already passed because it is just that quick and folks yeah. don't, because we don't talk about it enough, we don't yeah. recognize it. So even if we had the the boldness to confront yeah. it, we aren't able to because we're not seeing we're not seeing it yeah. for what it actually is. You know? know, especially if you're silenced into shame, yeah. like that's it. Like you're shamed into silence. Sorry, it in happens. Fact. All um, the time. Yeah. It's, it's especially with. Um, I, I don't want to jump on this bandwagon because I don't. I don't believe in you know men is bad, and I, I'm mm. not not one of those people at all. But there is a massive, massive culture of, you know, men. And there's a, obviously a big difference between men and women. But the society is not jumping on board. The corporates are not jumping mm. on board and, 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 and making it right, making it better. Yeah. And this was literally two, two months ago. I attended an event, high-profile event with, with top, top people in, in the room. And mm. there was a panel with one woman. Mm. And the guy in the in the in the in the room asked a question. So it was question and answer time. Yeah. And he asked her, but not ask. It was mm. it Assumptions. was oh my God, it was a, a mission piloted at her of how, why is she only f- catering for women and that does she think women are better than men and da, 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 and he just carried on and on and on and on. This woman was like red faced. Do you mm. think? Do you think? That man who was monitoring this panel had Seven the courage million. to keep that to tell that man to to keep quiet. No, no, no. He had his big rant. He had about a ten minute rant with this woman, where she wow. had an opportunity then to respond. And then I stood up and I said, "I think you are incredibly incorrect. What you just said to that woman. This is how mm. things are." And I told him. Then guess what? Guess what happened then? Oh, gosh, he turned towards you and did a 10-minute... The moderator then turned to me and said, this is not the place. And I said, this is the oh. place. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Wow. He would not shut up the that mother, man who's attacking the woman, but he would this. shut me up protecting the woman. I was fuming. I was so mm. angry. And this happens all the time. All the yeah. time, yes. And I, 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 I actually can't believe that that man is still there and he's a high-profile person. And no mm. one blew the eyelids, no one said boobah, no one said anything about what was incorrect or, in, or a, a lie. Afterwards, they would come whispering to me, like, oh, that was actually very nice for you to say that. I'm like, yeah, because I felt it. Why didn't you say something? That what he did was incorrect. He should have moderated this whole conversation. No mm, one. Fairly. Oh, you know, it's, it's things like that that makes me wonder, am I in the right place? <laughs> and, <laughs> and is this is this really worth is this really worth the struggle you know it's mm. uh, one person can't just change the world you know we need to back each other up and we just don't we sit there in silence yeah. there was a half half no like there was probably a third of the room was women no one else no one it's, said anything yeah the culture of us women attacking each other and just sense or allowing this to happen and yeah. not backing each other it's got to change 
we've got to start having the courage to speak up. 100%. Oh, so many, so many moments. Because that's what the change becomes, you know. And even I was talking to, um, actually, I was in a, at an event with um, Sharma Dean Reed. She runs a women's community. Um, and she is fierce in her values around progressing women um, and, you know, really speaking out against the patriarchy in on the big stage, but also in real life, you know. And she had an interaction with somebody who was working for the venue that we were at and was a man and he said something inappropriate that was presumptuous and she pulled him up on it right then and there good she explained why she was pulling up what was what was wrong with what he said and the context that that sits in you know and she came back and she was just like if any of you saw that I'm not going to apologize but I'm just going to acknowledge that that's what we need to do more of because we let so many small things slide that when the big things happen we go oh my gosh how did this happen how can we be okay with it because mm. we're okay with the small slights and the small injustices exactly. and the, the small, you know, the bullying, the yeah. attacks, the microaggressions. Yeah. So exactly. then they become big things. And then we go, oh, gosh, what happened? When did that blow up? Exactly. <laughs> Ooh. Oh. And it's like, were you in the room the whole time? You were part of the entire conversation. I think you were in that meeting. I think you know how this blew up into a big thing. Oh. We have to take that responsibility because we can't, we cannot sit waiting and assuming and making it someone else's job. No, no, no. I, I, I so agree with that whole assumption. We need to ditch those assumptions. Mm. It starts, we need to start taking responsibility for every single one of our actions. It's it's us, you know. We, we, yeah. we, we're creating this life. It's up to us. It's how this life is going forward. It's and, and and I think this was something I, I learned through you know writing the book was that the way I want people to treat me is how yeah. I allow it. So if mm. people treat me poorly, it's my fault. Mm. And that was a big thing for me because I was like, no, 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 it's your fault because you're a horrible person. No, no, it's not. That's not true. They might, yeah, they are horrible people, but it's not their fault. It's yeah. your fault because you allowed it. Mm. You said it's okay. You kept quiet when they belittled you. You kept quiet when they said that you did whatever wrong and they embarrassed you. You kept quiet. So they, mm. you okayed it. You gave them permission to say, you know what, the way you treat me is okay. I accept it. And yeah. we need to learn to step up and say that's not okay. And it doesn't mean that we ha- we don't have to do it in an aggressive manner. We can say mm. it in a very polite way. We yeah. just say that is not right what you just said and I don't accept it. And it's something that I think a lot of us women have not been taught from a young age. We've not no. been taught how to be assertive. We are either taught to, to fight or flight. Normally mm. we have to go and run away. So most of us just run away until it gets too bad and then we go into aggression mode and then we fight. But we don't find that in-between assertive way where the men are being taught from a young age. No, no, you stand up for yourself. You must say when something doesn't work, eh? Mm. You know? Yeah. They get encouraged when, when something is wrong. Like, no, no, you must you must tell them that's no way to speak to you. But us women yeah. are shame. Did they really say that? And we have a nice cup of tea together and say, oh, uh, tell me more. Tell me more. Nobody's no, doing that's anything. Nonsense. Take that girl back to that person and tell them you will never, ever speak to me like that ever again. And then you put it off. 
that's something I'm forcing my, I'm so, so passionate about. I, I, I teach this to my children every single day. My daughter's got like a little, um, <laughs> a little friend of me. That's cool. <laughs> and I have to, every day she comes and complains. I'm like, no, 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 you gave her permission. Did you stand mm. up for your mommy? I said, well, then, then you said it's okay. But it's not okay. So I said, well, then you must tell her that it's not okay. <laughs> and then one day she came home and said, mommy, you won't believe what I said to her. I told her today that you are mean and you must stop being so mean to me. <laughs> I love it. She found her voice. I said, well done. How does that feel? She says, good. I said, well, keep it up. Good. Good. Oh, it's amazing. This whole conversation has been an absolute joy. Where can people connect with you, Lynn? Where can we follow your journey? Where can we get the book and everything? Um, I think probably uh, LinkedIn is probably the easiest. It's Mm -hmm. just Erasmus. Um, if you go on my website, connect. Oh, sorry, it's www.lynnerasmus.com. You can see all my speaker sheets. Um, my book is on there. Um, yeah, or you can go on Amazon and buy it. <laughs> <laughs> Leave a review, yeah. please. Yeah. <laughs> I um, love the reviews. <laughs> please do give that feedback. Well, amazing. We'll include all of those links in the show notes. Thank you again for joining me and having this conversation and just sharing your experience and your perspective. It was so valuable. Oh, thanks for having me, Jazz. And, and I hope you, your audience found some, some, some trinkets there. <laughs> what an episode. Want to continue the conversation? Join the Limitless Letter to get weekly resources for your high achieving career in a place where we all get what it means to embrace ambition and declare your desires. Go to justjazz.co forward slash join and I'll see you there.